Misadventures in Small Business share stories that will involve someone doing something stupid or embarrassing. As usual, I will not use company or individual names of anyone involved, whether good, bad, or ugly. Misadventures in Small Business number 9, Methanol Poisoning. So I really don't have any misadventures from my past two and a half years as I have the ideal setup. I'm self-employed, primarily cleaning several business locations. I still dabble with some on-demand property service jobs that pop up from time to time, but the commercial cleaning provides the steady money. My wife and I get to work together. I don't have any drama with employees, co-workers, bosses, or vagrants. When I have Army Reserve duty, my brother fills in to take my place. All of my customers are solid and pay monthly invoices in 2 to 15 days, so I'm never chasing money. My only two fixed costs are insurance, liability, and errors and omissions for $122 a month and the Better Business Bureau membership, which runs $51 a month. As the average weekly driving is about 334 miles, fuel is definitely my largest variable cost. Throw in some consumable cleaning supplies every couple of months, such as spray cleaner, bleach, vinegar, etc., Maybe once or twice a year, replace worn mop heads or threadbare bar towels, too. I won't lie, it took over a solid year before I was able to quit various part-time jobs and focus solely on this business. There are many advantages to this business that work for me, but there are some downsides that may not make it right for others. If there's any interest, I might do a future episode going into more detail about pros and cons of commercial cleaning. Anyway, now that we have enough background laid out to put this misadventure into context, I'll get on to it. Due to COVID-19, several customers asked for enhanced cleaning back in March. One of the things that we started doing was wiping down all doorknobs, door handles, door frames, and light switches. Pretty much anything that people commonly touch or teabag. Diluted bleach is the ultimate for eradicating pathogens. It kills most on contact, unlike decon wipes or alcohol, which takes several minutes. One drawback to bleach is that it will ruin copper or brass finish. Only on these surfaces I use Lysol wipes. With the amount of hoarding and scarcity we've seen in 2020, it should be no surprise that I was unable to find Lysol or Clorox wipes anywhere at the end of June. I finally located a fraudulent website that claimed to have some American-made wipes that were comparable to Lysol. Well, the first lie was American-made. They took the slow boat from communist China and got here several weeks after I ordered them, but still just before my last container of good stuff ran out. The first thing I noticed was that they were not a well-formulated blend, but merely 75% alcohol. Well, something is better than nothing. So my first day using them, I grabbed the container in the garage and popped the lid off to pull the inner foil seal out and noticed even the pop-top lid was chintzy. It wouldn't stay closed. Since I still had the Lysol container, I pulled the roll out and put it in that container so the wipes wouldn't leak or dry out. As I was already in the garage heading out the door, I didn't think to go back inside to wash my hands. Besides, alcohol evaporates very quickly and is commonly used in wet wipes, so it should be fine. Wrong. 
Now, being smokers with a 30-mile drive to first account, one of the first things my wife and I did was to light up within half a mile of starting out. I'm convinced this was a much bigger source of the poisoning in my body as the contact absorption would be minimal compared to inhalation absorption. At her first account, my wife does all of the doors and switches, but no delicates in that building, so it's just diluted bleach with a cotton cloth throughout. Our next account has a building full of copper-plated door handles that I normally do. I got some more communist poison on my skin, but always wash my hands after doing doors and switches, so probably not too much absorption there. By the time I got home that night, I had a severe headache that was strangely focused behind my eyes, especially the right one. I didn't make it through the night without several unpleasant trips to the toilet with the wastebasket in my hands. I went full Linda Blair. Some people might wonder why I never use gloves when deconning doors and light switches. If what I'm using is that toxic, then maybe I shouldn't be wiping it on surfaces that other people will touch the next day. The following day, I couldn't hold anything down. I figured I should at least hydrate, but even water wouldn't stay down more than 20 minutes. I assumed falsely at the time that the headache behind the eyes was some variation of a dehydration headache, and I was suffering from some bad food poisoning. I was a wreck for the remainder of Tuesday, and my wife had to clean alone that night as I was worthless. I felt slightly better the following night and was able to get my brother to come too, as it was a bigger night than Tuesday. I redosed myself a bit that night when I did the door handles, but again, it was just 10 minutes on the skin with no added inhalation. Thursday is a lighter night and I got through, but was still a bit miserable as the headache was still there. On Friday morning, my wife saw an article online about people getting sick and some dying from bad hand sanitizer, and the symptoms matched mine. Apparently, there had been a ton of tainted product made to meet the U.S. demand in countries that don't care about quality control. Now, I never use hand sanitizer if I'm someplace that has running water and soap. Why would I want to gunk up my hands with some crap that takes 5 to 10 minutes to dry? Training kids to put this junk all over their hands and then handing them a sandwich could be a bad move, if it's some of this tainted poison. We quickly figured out that the subpar alcohol wipes were tied to the same quality control issue. I never went to the doctor for two reasons. First, I was on the mend, and more importantly, it would have meant taking part in the whole trendy masquerade, which I've only had to do while doing army training, as even they're into virtue signaling these days. In the real world, I don't pretend that I'm doing my part to save the world with a piece of paper or fabric on my face. Thankfully, I was able to locate some Lysol wipes again only about a week and a half after I ordered this fraudulent crap, even before I knew how bad it was. Of course, like many things in 2020, the price was about double what they had previously been. My original plan was to use the crappy wipes first and then crack into the Lysol reinforcements. Obviously, I tossed $40 worth of shoddy wipes ASAP and was actually kind of thankful I got bent over for the good Lysol wipes. By Saturday, I was 90% better. The headache was lingering, but faintly behind the right eye. When hillbillies get a bad batch of moonshine, they get wicked drunk, go blind, and die. Something about wood alcohol loves optic nerves. I did crack two beers after work Friday night as one remedy for methanol, 
is ethyl alcohol. It binds with it and gets flushed. I'm sure some of you listening would never even be at risk for methyl alcohol poisoning as you keep enough ethyl alcohol in your systems every single day to flush out this toxin. Oddly enough, I got a second bout of methanol poisoning earlier this month. It was not related at all to my cleaning business as I'm vigilant about what I use now. I was about two or three hours into my five and a half hour drive home from Drill in California on a Sunday when the headache behind the right eye started. I'm not sure if I touched a recently wiped surface at the hotel in the morning or at the reserve center during the day. It was a struggle to make it home, but I arrived safely and went straight to bed. About two hours later, I pranked a poor unsuspecting wastebasket and punished the porcelain numerous times. I had to skip work on Monday, but went Tuesday, even if only moving at half speed. By Wednesday, I was better. I'm starting to think those weirdos that wear gloves in public aren't doing it for COVID prevention, but to prevent methanol poisoning. Until the next misadventure, be careful what you touch or put on your hands, especially before smoking.